Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Passive Income Group 360, the podcast, and it is your host, Lisa Michelle. How are you doing? I hope you're doing great. If you are new here, welcome. I appreciate you coming to listen to the episode. If you've been here before, welcome back. I appreciate you coming back. If you listen to episode 14, you will know that we started talking about the 17 steps to opening a new online business. And we covered the first nine, I believe. And I plan to finish up today, but I don't think I'm going to do that. I think for this episode, I'm just going to talk about the next four because I want to try to keep these episodes around 20 minutes because I'm thinking after that, you may want to move on to a different, <laughs> to a different podcast and I don't want you to get bored. All right. So we'll keep it in, in juicy 20 minute uh, bite-sized pieces. So just to recap, if you didn't hear last week's episode, the first nine that we covered were number one, determine what business to start. Uh, number two, research or identify a niche or target audience. Number three was identify and write out a roadmap to your launch. Four was create a customized timeline to the launch. Five was create name, uh, a name for your business and establish a brand identity. Um, six was get a domain name and claim your social media IDs or, you know, just a name on your social media platforms. Um, seven was secure a business address and phone number. Eight was to set up the legal stuff, like get permits or licenses if necessary. And number nine was to open a business checking account. So if you look in the description, there should be a link, or I'll add a link to the checklist so you can actually have this uh, downloaded as a PDF and you'll have them all in front of you. So you don't have to take notes on this or you know try to memorize it if you are interested in, in learning how to open a new business. So we're going to pick up on a, on number 10, which is to create, is that number 10, create a list of products? No, create an account on relevant selling platforms. Okay. So this is depending on what it is you want to sell. After you open a business account and you have your domain name and you've established a brand identity and all of that, the next step now is to create accounts on whatever platform you plan to sell on. So if you're doing print on demand, with Redbubble, Spreadshirt, all those, of course, you have to go to the websites and open up an account. Now, on these print-on-demand websites, they allow you to set up a profile and customize somewhat of a store so that you can, you know, sell all of the same types of items. Like if you're catering to a, I don't know, coffee lover's niche, you can have a store, you know, just revolving around coffee-related uh, designs. Or you can just have a general store and just have everything kind of under one umbrella. 
And most of these sites do allow you to create more than one store. So if you didn't want to niche down, um, you can create multiple stores. But on the print-on-demand platforms, I don't know that there's a benefit to niching down. I mean, if someone takes the time to actually visit your store, it might be impressive to see, you know, all of the designs related to one particular niche. But for the most part, you see um, a lot of Redbubble, uh, Zazzle, Spreadshirt, T-Launch products show up in Google searches. Um, you see people advertising individual products on Pinterest and in different places. And you tend to just go to that particular item. You're not usually taken to someone's store where you'd really see everything that they're selling. So that's up to you. If you just want everything to kind of look uniform, you can definitely set up more than one store. Um, if you are going to open up your own e-commerce store, you have to decide, okay, where do you want to have your website hosted? Do you want to go with um, like a Shopify and then have a company like Printful or Printify uh, fulfilling your orders and actually printing and shipping your t-shirts? Or do you want to go with uh, WooCommerce or do you want a Squarespace website? You have to decide where you want your products to live, basically. Okay. If you want to sell handmade crafts, maybe you want to open up an Etsy shop and start a um, an account with them and also customize your store. Now on Etsy, you definitely would want to take some time to create a profile that will stand out and also a storefront that will stand out because on Etsy, it's all about visual, right? If, if they're scrolling, looking for uh, bridal shower invitations, it's all about how nice your store looks, how pretty it looks, how organized everything is, how clear descriptions are. So you really would need to spend some time if you decide to open up an Etsy store and make sure that it really does look good. Make sure that you are putting in the proper descriptions and tags so that when people go on the site, they can find your store. For products like invitations and um, like bridal shower games, um, different occasion decorations like Halloween decorations, holiday decorations. There are so many people selling that stuff that you can't just slap it up there. And then for the description, say, you know, fun bridal shower game, because it'll get buried on page 50,000 on the Etsy platform. You really have to um, be sure to be as detailed and as descriptive as, as possible. So if you're having a Stranger Things themed Halloween party, you'd want to say, you know, Stranger Things themed Halloween um, pin the tail on the donkey, you know, as detailed as you can be so that you stand out from people who are just selling, you know, typical Halloween decorations. If you decide that you wanted to sell something like, um, you know, T-shirts for maybe merch on Amazon you don't have to set up a storefront for that. You just need to apply for um, the ability to list T-shirts or pop sockets or hoodies on that platform. So that that one doesn't require much work. You just have to actually apply for it. So it just depends on what it is you want to do. But that step would be setting up um, an account on the relevant platforms. So once you've done that, you'll want to create a list of products that you want to sell or services that you want to offer. So if you come to this point 
um, hopefully you would have some idea of what it is you plan to sell. And just to keep yourself organized, you want to make an, a list just so you're clear to yourself because it can become very overwhelming with these print-on-demand companies in particular. Some of them sell tons and tons of different products. It's not just t-shirts and mugs and hats. They've got uh, duvet covers, tapestries, um, playing cards, flip-flops, beach towels, every, anything you can imagine. So maybe you want to put designs on everything. And if that's the case, you know, great. You'll create your designs and you'll create an account and then upload your designs and make sure that they're actually placed on all these different products. But if you know that you want to just sell one particular thing, let's maybe you want to sell handmade soap or scented soap, you know, think about what types of soaps you want to sell. Do you want to bundle them? Do you want to sell them individually? You know, do you want to include, um, I don't know, some type of essential oils? Do you have a, a specific product line in mind? Just plan out what it is you want to sell just so you're organized for the next step, which is to identify the necessary tools, equipment, and resources that will be necessary. So if you know that you want to make something like a printable, so people do sell printables on Etsy and on other platforms as well. But Etsy just, for some reason, just it comes to mind when I think about printables. And uh, people create, you know, even wall canvases that people will download once they purchase it, uh, maybe themselves or they send it to a local printer and they frame it and put it on their wall. So if you know that you want to sell printables, you know that you'll need uh, a computer, you'll need uh, internet access, you'll probably need a printer so that you can kind of proof these items before you download them for sale so you know that they look they look right. And there's just certain tools that you'll need. There's certain websites or software that you'll need to create your products. So you want to identify what that's going to be. Are you going to use Photoshop, Illustrator? Or are you looking for a free tool? So, you know, do some research and, you know, figure out what it is that you'll actually need. What do you have versus what is it that you actually need to get? And if it's something that you don't have the money for now, is there a free version or a free alternative that you can use while you save up to get exactly what, you know, what it is you want? Because you don't want to operate at a deficit in the very beginning. And I imagine you don't want to go into debt using credit in the very beginning. So there are a lot of free alternatives. Um, I have a free uh, resource guide on the Passive Income Group 360 website that gives you a list of a bunch of free um, tools that are out there. And they cover, you know, different web hosting sites, covers uh, websites that offer different design elements like fonts and things like that. So if you want a list of uh, resources, many of which are free, I'll leave a link to that in the description as well, but it's on the website. So think of all the things that you need and make a note of things that you'll need to um, find or get. Now, one of the most important resources you'll need is your time. Do you work full time? Are you trying to start a business um, on the side? So maybe do you have, I don't know, two hours a day 
to dedicate toward a new business or is it just the weekends that you're willing to work? Make a note of how much time you have to dedicate to this business that you're thinking of starting and make sure that the time that you have available will work with the type of business that you're trying to start. If you're trying to start a full-time wedding planner business, but you work on the weekends, is that really going to work out? Um, If you're not available on Saturday or on Sunday when a lot of weddings take place. So you want to be realistic about the time that you have available and the time that will be required for whatever business it is that you're thinking about starting. Not to say that you couldn't be involved in the wedding planner industry, but you may have to be creative um, when you're thinking about what your role will actually be. Or maybe you'll be a consultant or a coach versus someone who would actually have to be present at the wedding. Um, There are ways to get around it. You just have to maybe be a little bit creative, but you want to at least know upfront what your limitations are and what it is you'll be able to offer before you start, you know, setting up packages and offering services. Um, Let's see, after identifying necessary tools, you want to secure the necessary tools, right? So now that you know what you need, the next step will be to do research on how to obtain the things that you don't have. And like I said, I have the list of um, resources that you can refer to. Many of the um, services on that checklist are free. So if you can do free in the beginning, do that. If there's something that you want to do where maybe you have the physical products that you need, but you just don't have the time, if you have more money than time, maybe think about outsourcing certain tasks. If you go on websites like Upwork or Fiverr or even 99designs, depending on what type of help you need, it may be possible to find someone that can help you set up the business. I mean, at least, you know, if, you, if you're creating designs and you don't have time to sit and create the designs, you just want designs that you can upload that are already done, it may be possible to hire a designer at a reasonable price to start you off with a handful of designs that you can go ahead and upload. So if you don't have the time, but you have the money, don't let it stop you from starting the business. Just maybe think about a way to have someone else do it for a reasonable um, price. And you can start off small. And when you start making sales, you can either purchase more or maybe at that point you have more time where you can actually, um, you know, start making designs on your own. And again, some of the websites on that resource list um, identify different graphic design websites that are free that you can play around with in your spare time. And if you're not someone that can create, you know, graphic designs, you're not an artist. I'm not an artist either. I'm not a graphic designer, but I've sold T-shirts and and mugs and a whole bunch of other products that have had designs that I created. And a lot of them were text-based designs. You'd be surprised how well text-based designs sell, you know, if you've got something, some wording on there that, um, you know, people can identify with or that follow a trend or that people can just identify with. So don't let your you know inability to draw or um, create graphic design stop you from creating T-shirts, merchandise, whatever it is you want to do. 
Don't let that, don't let that stop you. All right. Um, I think we'll do one more. So this one is create a daily or weekly production work schedule. So now it's time to get yourself really organized because once you've gotten to this step, there are so many things on your plate right now that you'll be thinking about that it'll be very important to keep everything organized and to create a system for yourself, especially if you're working full time and you only have a certain amount of time to do things, right? If you've got maybe a young child, um, you know, or just a family where it's hard for you to really get away for hours at a time, I would at least have a list, an ongoing list of things that you need to do so that, you know, let's say you, someone comes in and says, hey, I'll, I'll watch the kids for you unexpectedly. Now you've got two hours. Don't waste an hour of that time looking through everything, trying to figure out what you can do in that time. If you have an ongoing list, you can just go to your list and say, okay, nope, I know I need to go ahead and edit this web page. I'm going to do that now. Or I know I told myself, you know, I wanted to try to play around with this new software. I've got two hours. I'm going to do that now. So create a daily and weekly schedule. But in addition to that, keep a running list of things that you know need to be done. And if you've got a lot of time, that's great. Because then you can actually plan ahead and say, okay, I know Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm going to work on marketing. Thursdays, I'm going to create designs. And just be very intentional about it so that you don't sit down and spend so much time trying to figure out which thing to do that nothing really gets done. So planning is important. All right. So now we've got one, two, three, four, five left. And we'll cover those in the next episode. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and stop that for now. I hope this is helpful for anyone who's out there thinking about starting a business or if you've just started a business, but there's so much information out there that you really kind of just don't know where to start. Um, I will be offering a course very soon. I'll make sure that I give you a link to that in case you're interested in taking the course. But in the meantime, you can go ahead and download the new business checklist. I'll leave the link in the description. Please don't forget to follow the show so you can get notified of episodes every time they're uploaded on Friday mornings at 7 a.m. All right, so that's going to do it for me. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Have a great day. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.